following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. It's time for the MSP North Podcast with your hosts, Brady McAtemney and Blaine Keller, covering high school sports across Montgomery and Robertson counties. Now we head up north. Here are your hosts, Brady and Blaine. Welcome back to the MSP North Podcast, guys. I know I say this every week, but this week I really mean it. We have an awesome show lined up for you today. Um, Some good guests uh, with some big news. Uh, Why don't we get straight into it, Blaine? We are joined today by um, someone who really... uh, really fits the the bill of this being a Robertson and Montgomery County sports podcast with uh, Clay Head, the newest head coach of the Rossview Hawks girls basketball team, moving over from White House Heritage. Uh, Clay, first off, congratulations, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me, and thanks for all that you guys do for our high school sports. Absolutely. It is our pleasure. So, um so we're recording this on Wednesday. Um, I, I, you sp- first spoke to uh, your new team uh, yesterday on Tuesday, correct? Yes, sir. Right. So uh, what was the message to them? Uh, what was what were some of the things that you guys uh, went over in that first meeting? Well, obviously, you know, it was an introduction to me, uh, me, my family, kind of my background. Uh, and I got to, to know them, you know, and try to just try to learn names here at the beginning. You know, we didn't. We didn't talk about scheme or anything like that because, you know, obviously, honestly, I don't, I don't know what that's going to be without seeing what we have. So it was just a chance to introduce myself and just kind of talk a little bit about, you know, where I see our program, um, you know, what I see it looking like, where I see it heading, and, and you know, how uh, excited I am to be their coach. And, Coach, you, you spent the past eight seasons at White House Heritage amassing over 100 wins, but – Something I think I was told by a couple of people at White House Heritage, your wife is in the Montgomery County school system and you live uh, in Clarksville, if I have that right. Uh, just a, a first one here, how nice is it to not have to drive on I-24 every day now? Well, I, actually, I, I live in Robertson County, but it's right on the Robertson-Montgomery County line. So uh, the the drive will be you know, much, much shorter. And being in the same district as my wife, and, and I have two boys, in an elementary school in Montgomery County and a little girl who will be there shortly. So just being closer to them and, and being able to help out, and help her out, you know, pick the kids up or if one gets sick or, you know, something of that nature is, is going to be big for my family. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it definitely was a, uh, you know, one of the attractive parts of moving to Montgomery County. Yeah, absolutely. It gives you the same spring breaks and Christmas breaks and, First day of summer, mm-hmm. first day of school, and everything too. Yep, that'll be big. Yeah, so um, obviously one of the big differences between um, Robertson and Montgomery County um, is going to be the level of competition. Montgomery definitely well known as um, a basketball county, um, and especially on the girls' side, um, you know, you look at some of the talent in the county. You're going to get to see uh, two years of Amari Berry at Clarksville High. And uh, there's definitely a lot of talent in that district um, and that region that you're going to be seeing. Um, is that something you look forward to and something that you have uh, thought a little bit about now that you are uh, at Rossville? Absolutely. Uh, you know, like you said, the 
the quality of the athletes in the basketball in Montgomery County is is really really high. You know, probably second to very few places in the in our state. So, being there is a challenge, and it's something that I look forward to. You know, I could have stayed and stayed in our comfort in my comfort zone, kind of where I'm at. But you know, I've I've always wanted to challenge myself, and you know, going to Rossview will be a challenge because I know the quality of basketball there. But I also know the support that the school and the community gives to their basketball programs and. You know, I've, I've been overwhelmed um, from people in the community, from the administrators, people in the school building, you know, all talking about how much support they give to athletics and how much, you know, they care about their sports and their sports teams and, and having success. Well, Coach, I know Brady kind of mentioned some of the talent there, but, you know, obviously one of the big ones that you'll get next year is Tori James, uh, a player who might be able to go on and play Division One girls basketball and you know Rossview just had a, a division one player leave in Sydney James DeRoche in your mind when you talk about having a challenge and you know kind of challenging yourself a little bit what do you think you're most excited about well getting to coach uh, the quality of athletes like Tori and some of the other girls coming through our program it's exciting um, you know concepts and, and skills that that they have and that they already have been exposed to you know it's going to be much higher level than, than maybe some of the things that you know, I've, I've been used to around here. So it's uh, it's going to be extremely exciting to just see how far we can push players like uh, Tori and other players on our team and, you know, just to see how far they can go. Yeah, have you uh, started to watch any of uh, the film on any of the girls that you're uh, expecting to have back? Or um, are you kind of putting the basketball aspect off a little bit as you kind of start to more just get um, connected to them as people? Well, obviously, yeah, I, you know, I want to get to know them as people and <clears throat> want to, uh, you know, show them how much I care and how much I'm interested and invested in, in getting to know them outside of the basketball court. And, you know, I, I also, too, I want to I want to make sure I go into our first spring practices with a blank slate in mind. Uh, that being said, you know, curiosity, like I, I couldn't have not looked up and uh, the players and watched some of the film. Even before I, I took the job, I was already – Watching uh, huddle highlights, I was able to get a couple of films from Rossview uh, from last year from other coaches that played them that I know. So I'd already started doing research and you know looking to see who was coming back and and just to see any kind of information I could about them. So it's exciting and you know like I told the girls yesterday, they all are starting off completely blank. You know I don't have any preconceived notions and I want to see what they have. But you know with that being said, I, I definitely have. Um, been excited to to watch some of the the girls and see you know some of their AAU highlights, uh, not just Huddle and Rossview, but what they do outside of the school as well. And coach, you spent a long time in Robertson County, as we mentioned, eight years at White House Heritage, and went to Joe Burns as a, a student before that. You've spent a long time in this area. I know you've talked a little bit about this in some introductory interviews, but how tough was it to kind of make this decision and leave a place that you probably consider home? Well, it was, it was extremely tough. And, you know, the communities, the, the people outside of the community or outside of the schools that are in the community, you know, it, it was tough to leave that. And when you coach, you really are investing. I mean, you're investing in so much more than just what's happening on the floor. Uh, the girls in the locker room, their parents, their brothers, their sisters. So, you know, that investment and all the great experiences that I've had here at White House Heritage uh, with the faculty, with the 
administration, um, you know, in, anyone and everyone. It, it made it really tough. But um, also, you know, I'm looking forward to building those same relationships and having those same experiences at Rossview. And, you know, one of the things that we'll talk about with the girls is stepping out of their comfort zone and trying to do trying to do more, trying to improve, trying to work hard and try try different things on the floor. And, you know, for me personally, this is kind of the same the same boat. I'm stepping out of my, my comfort zone where I was comfortable and looking forward to taking on this challenge and continuing to build, you know, what's already a great tradition at Rossview. Yeah, and um and, and actually uh your last name head is one that's been around the uh city of Clarksville for a while, of course. The big one um being uh, Pat Summit before she was married, being Pat Head play, uh, from uh, Montgomery County, Clarksville. There's um, Mike Head, an assistant at uh, Clarksville High, the boys' team. Um, Bobby Head, former Austin P baseball player. Um, do you have any uh, relations with um, any uh, any anyone that you're related to uh, f- uh, in the county that uh, already is here, other than uh, obviously your uh, your wife and kids? Um, well, there's, yeah, the head family is definitely a, a strong family in, in the Montgomery Robertson County region. So I, I know Mike, I know he went to, he went to Joe Burns as well. Um, we are not related, but certainly followed him and, uh, what he's done at Clarksville High with Coach Young. And, you know, Pat, Pat Summit actually is my, my second cousin. Her father and my granddad were brothers. So I do have that connection and, uh, with all her family, you know, as well. So you could definitely say basketball is uh, is part of uh, your blood in that case. Uh, very cool uh, relative to have there. Um, well, Clay, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, it was absolutely a pleasure to get you on, uh, as I'm sure this is probably somewhat of a crazy week for you. Um, congratulations again, and uh, have a great rest of your week. Thank you guys so much. And once again, thank you for all that you do for hospital sports in our area. It's our pleasure. Thank you, Clay. Uh, We're going to go to a quick break. Uh, When we come back, we're going to be talking to Jonathan Sutton, Greenbrier soccer coach. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 
or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50 plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731 and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries, and our orthoquick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Nobody covers high school sports quite like Main Street Preps, bringing you hyper-local coverage of the teams and athletes in your backyard. Wherever your Main Street is, we've got a podcast for you. From the Sumner County Sports Podcast with Zach Womble, Casey's Take on Sports with Dixon Post and Cheatham County Exchange's sports reporter, Casey Patrick. The MSP North Podcast with Brady McAtamney and Blaine Keller covering Montgomery and Robertson Counties to Main Street Preps this week with Russell Venozzi and Tyler Palmatier with a macro view of prep sports in Middle Tennessee. Find the latest prep sports news from your Main Street at MainStreetPreps.com and find these podcasts dropping weekly on these Main Street media, social platforms, and wherever you get your podcast. Now, we take you back up north, your host, the MSP North Podcast, Brady McAtamney and Blaine Keller. Welcome back to the MSP North Podcast. Some great stuff that we're doing here, but let's go from a coach that is leaving Robertson County into Montgomery County to a coach that is in his first season in Robertson County, our second guest today, Greenbrier soccer coach Jonathan Sutton in his first year coaching the boys' side. Coach Sutton, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, guys. Glad to be here. Well, congratulations are in order to you, Coach Sutton. You know, on Monday, I believe, of this week with the 5-0 win over Macon County, Greenbrier clinched its first ever regular season district title. I know we talked a little bit earlier in the week before after you all defeated White House Heritage. It's been a landmark season, but, you know, what were the emotions like after getting that win and, you know, clinching that regular season title for your team? Oh, it was – it felt amazing, you know, um, kind of pulling – I'll be honest, we didn't start out the best uh, that game, so that was a little frustrating. Uh, I kind of had a big discussion with the boys about, hey, pick it up, play better. Uh, if you guys want this, then take it. And uh, by the end of the game, it was 5 nothing. So kind of pulling them in and, you know, just kind of having that discussion of you're trying to reiterate what we are as a team to make sure that we're growing as a team. And then also trying to compliment them and get let them know that they've done something that no other team in Greenbrier history has done. You know, to win the district uh, regular season championship is just amazing, you know, and it sets you in a great place to work towards your future goals. And, uh, you know, you could see it on their face. They were smiling. 
you know, they were happy. They still understand we still got another game against Portland to go. But, you know, accomplishing something like that, it, it, I think for them was also just a sense of relief. Um, you know, I think their excitement and kind of their rah-rah moments were coming against uh, when we beat White House and Heritage. But I think when we finished it off against Macon, it was like, all right, like we've, we've accomplished this, but we want more. And so let's go get more. So it was great to kind of see that excitement on the boys' face after the, uh, our little talk after the game. It seems like the the key word for you guys this season is first. Uh, this is your first year with the team. It's your first. It's the team's first ever district title. Um, is this something that you could have expected coming into this season um, with you guys with with Greenbrier never having done something like this? Uh, no, I, I, I knew that the team last year, I'll be honest, I think I went to one game last year. Uh, I'm, I'm one of those coaches, I don't like to go to other sporting events sometimes because I sit there and analyze from a coach instead of just enjoying from a fan perspective. Um, so I went to one of their games and I, I saw that they had talent, um, but coming into the district, I really, I, I knew White House uh, was very good, had been notoriously good over the last you know decade or so. Uh, Heritage has been very dominant and you know, the more recent years. Um, so I didn't know what to expect. Um, I knew that my main goal was that I wanted to go after White House. Um, that was something the boys had just, we had never beat them. And a lot of times our games weren't even close. You're looking 5-1, 6-1, 8-2. And so that was kind of our speech from the get-go. As soon as I we were allowed to start practicing, it was, all right, this is our goal. This is what we're going to do. This is going to be our first. This is Whatever happens from there, this is the first we want to match up on. Um, and so it was really based off White House because they were going to be our first district game. And then winning that, it was like, all right, we have that goal of also going to regions. But now that we've accomplished this, let's see what else first we can get. Um, and I think the boys kind of jumped on that very quickly. You know, um, I think sometimes you can set too lofty of a goal and sometimes you just need a, one little small goal. And once they hit that, then they go, oh, wow, there's a world of possibilities. And I think when they were able to beat White House, they said, wow, that's never been done. So let's do something we've never done also. And these other things are possibilities. And the boys have just jumped on that and uh, just kind of rode, it, rode the wave, so to speak. I mean, you know, first team to beat White House, first team to win, you know, your district uh, regular season. You know, and of course, we still got more first we want. We want that district championship. We want to go to regions. Uh, we want to be the first team to make it to regional finals, sectionals. Um, I think in Greenbrier's history, there's been one other team who's made it to regional. Um, but, you know, kind of always moving forward, playing better every game is our goal right now. Well, Coach, I think you hit the nail on the head there uh, when you talk about setting lofty goals. I know we talked a couple of weeks ago after that Heritage game, and you said the goal at that point was to reach the region tournament. And, and now, you know, you, you're kind of one step closer to that with having the number one seed heading into the district tournament. But I'm sure that you're trying to be kind of cautious with those expectations too, as they may change a little bit, especially considering maybe the basketball team over the winter had a 25 win season and then lost in the region tournament with maybe aspirations of reaching the state tournament that year. Is there any caution? Are you trying to be careful with the expectations now that they're kind of changing a little bit? Uh, yeah, I'll be honest with when we were at Macon County, that was something I did tell the boys at halftime. I said, right now you guys are satisfied. And if you're satisfied with what you're doing, you're not going to be able to reach your potential. And I said, the most dangerous thing about being satisfied and looking back and going, oh, look, we're seven and one or we're eight and one now. 
all you're doing is admiring what you've done in the past. And what you're forgetting is that other teams are getting better. You have to continue to get better. And I told the boys that, and I said, and the biggest dangerous thing is, is right now, if you keep these games close against Macon County and Portland, who we're probably going to meet in the first round of the district tournament, if you only beat them one, two, nothing, then you're giving them hope that they can beat you. But if you come out and you play the way you're supposed to, and they don't feel like they have any chance to beat you, then that gives you kind of the upper hand when you play them and you're not looking at a district upset because if we lose in the semifinals our season's done you know we're not going to meet reach our goal of going to region and that's the first step in that um kind of that next season so to speak now that we've kind of quote unquote almost finished our regular season district you know your second season is that district tournament and in our district you have to be in the championship game to make it to region so even though we've you know, it looks like we're going well. Are we still moving forward so we can reach that goal? And I think the boys kind of understood that. They were like, okay, you know, we see it. We can't go through the motions. We actually have to come out here and bust our butts, go 100%, win every ball, and dominate the team so that they understand who we are when we're at our best and that it doesn't matter who you are, we're going to bring it every day. And when I, in the second half against Macon County, I mean, we stepped up, we scored four goals, um, I'm not even sure if they maybe one or two shots in the second half, probably from 35, 25, 30 yards out, nothing dangerous, uh, which was different from the first half where we made some mistakes and they got some shots off. So, you know, walking off the field, our boys, are their heads are held high. Macon County kind of had their heads down a little bit. But that's what you want to impress on them going forward is, hey, this is who we are. If you're going to beat us, you're going to have to play at a 1,000% to beat us because we don't care who you are. We're coming hard every single day to do our best so that we can reach our goals. Well, it seems like there's a lot of history still to be made with Greenbrier soccer this season. Still one loss and just one more district match to be played. Coach Sutton, thanks for joining us today and uh, best of luck throughout the rest of this regular season. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate you all having us. Thanks, Jonathan. We'll take one more break here on the MSP North podcast. When we come back, we'll give you our one thing, performance of the week and game of the week. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 
or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50 plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731 and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Weekdays at 2, it is Main Street Sports Today from preps to pros with the Hall of Famer Mo Patton and the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yao, along with producer J.P. Plant. They talk preps to college to pro and everything in between. It's Main Street Sports Today, weekdays live at 2 p.m. Central. On this Thursday edition, as always, the team and player of the week, plus this day in Braves history every day with the Hall of Famer, Mo Patton. Join Mo, Chris, and JP weekdays live at 2 on all these Main Street media outlets and wherever you get your podcast. Once again, back up north, we go to Blaine and Brady. Man, we got to get our own back-to-back shot like that. Chris and Mo looking cool as heck there. Um, lethal weapon, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, lethal weapon. Uh, I, I I totally just had. What's the one? Tom Cruise, Danger Zone, Kenny Loggins. Uh, oh, uh, Top Gun. Uh, Top Gun. Yeah, they got their own, yeah, Top Gun. Their own Top Gun look going there. Um, but uh, anyway, we're back. Uh, we got our. Uh, our awesome interviews in today uh, with Clayhead and Jonathan Sutton. Uh, now it's time to do our uh, favorite segments, of course, the one thing segments, games of the week, and our performances of the week. Um, I'll start us off with my first one thing, uh, and that's going to be that uh, Springfield and Clarksville softball will meet on Tuesday of next week, and that's going to decide District 13 4A. Um, these are, I think, inarguably the two best teams in that district. Um, they already played one really close game where Emberly Nichols walked it off for Clarksville with a 2-0 win. Um, these are two incredible pitchers that are going at each other with Nichols and Springfield's free as Monday. And uh, whoever wins that game is going to get that number one seed in the district tournament, excuse me. And um, But they're going to meet again. You, you know that uh, it's not going to be the last time they see each other. They're going to see each other for that district uh, championship most likely. And they may see each other for another region championship as well. So... Um, definitely looking forward to that game on Tuesday. Well, I, I think you you hit it there. You said you know best two teams in District 13-4A, maybe the best two, some of the best two teams in the mid state. You know those are two really really solid teams, and they showed it the last time they played. Let's start off in celebration uh, on Monday. The Robertson County Commission designated April 19th as East Robertson Boys Basketball and Cheerleaders Day. Exactly one month after the East Robertson boys basketball team won the Class 1A state championship and a magical run 
it's well documented, but not something I don't think I don't think anybody was expecting an official day on it. So uh, definitely really interesting to witness that and watch that and celebrate it as well. Yeah, how cool is that? Having your own your own day in history, April nineteenth. You know, uh, these guys will these guys and girls will have kids someday. They can be like, hey, today today's my holiday. Let's uh, let's let's go get pizza. Let's go get steaks for uh, celebrating mom and, and dad. Um, so that's very cool that uh, that Robertson County was able to uh, do something like that for them. Um, looking at my second one thing, uh, I want to look at Rossview Soccer. They are still undefeated this season. Uh, they're just having a heck of a year. And I want to read off some of these scores that they've had this season. They're not just undefeated. They're winning games. Uh, you know, we talked to Jonathan Sun. He talked about how good White House is. They beat them 6 nothing. Beat Springfield, 7-1. Kenwood, 7-0. Pope John Paul, 7-1. Northwest, 9 nothing, And West Creek, 9 nothing. So they're not just beating teams. They're beating the snot out of teams. Um, so Rossview having uh, just a fantastic season. Uh, they're going to be playing... Uh, Brentwood on Thursday, so that's going to be a big game. Clarksville on the 26th, White House Heritage on the 28th, so definitely plenty of tests in front of them. Well, I think they're probably looking for revenge against Northeast in that district championship last year. That kind of knocked them into the, the traveling side of the region and knocked them out in the first round after Northeast was getting revenge on Rossview the year before. For, I mean, it just kind of looks like those two will probably be destined to meet in that district championship again. Definitely. Let's, Go from the old White House Heritage girls basketball coach to the new one shortly after Clay Head was announced as Rossview's newest girls basketball coach. Assistant Principal Stephen Owens announced that middle school boys coach Craig Logan is destined to take over the spot for Head. He spent one season as the middle school boys coach at White House Heritage and spent 10 seasons as a middle school girls coach at T.W. Hunter before that. So very well seasoned in the middle school game. Talking with him this afternoon, not sure if this is, I believe it to be his first high school gig, at least in Tennessee. So very exciting for him. I'm sure he'll do great things. Absolutely. They wasted no time getting their uh, replacement uh, up and ready. Uh, Moving on to our Game of the Week segment. Um, I already mentioned uh, Rossview Soccer. Let's talk about their baseball team. Um, Their baseball team also having a very strong year. Uh, having been ranked in uh, the TBCA polls at one point, they've uh, been knocked out from there for now. Um, but they're going to have a chance. You know, you talked about revenge with soccer. They're going to get a chance at some major revenge at baseball uh, against Clarksville High next week when they start a two-game series. Um, they'll be playing on Monday at CHS, Tuesday at Rossview, and those two teams had some. Whew, they had some games last year. Things got chippy last year. Of course, these two schools are rivals, so um, tensions are always high. But when these two teams are good, which they usually are, um, things can get even chippier. Um, So I cannot wait to see these two teams go at each other uh, on Monday and Tuesday after uh, Clarksville took every game from them last year. Um, If I had to guess, I would say that Rossview will take at least one this year. Well, I'll agree there, and I think just because it's a rivalry, that's going to make that one even more interesting with you know Clarksville being a young team. They're still going to play their best ball at that point because of who they're playing, and I, I think that's a similar situation with my game of the week. East Robertson and Joe Burns softball, one of the final games in District 8-1A this season. It's a tight race because there's only three teams, but you know both of these squads are looking to, to get a district championship. East Robertson, I believe, the first time since 2017 or 2018. And Joe Burns, the reigning District 8-1A champion. So should be a fun one there. And I think, you know, anytime you have a rivalry game, it's always going to be one to watch. 
Yeah, and, and now as we get into our performance of the week, um, you know, I hate to spoil both of ours, but we've already talked about Springfield and Clarksville softball. Um, two of the best pitchers in the mid-state with Emberly Nichols and Briaz Mundy. Um, of course, I want to talk about Emberly Nichols real quick here. She took a perfect game into the seventh inning against Rossview on Tuesday night. Uh, Rossview is a, a much improved softball team this year. Uh, they're not necessarily going to be contending for that district title with Clarksville and um, Springfield, but they're not getting mercy by those teams either. You know, they're they're taking those games, like I said, into the seventh inning. But Emberly Nichols was just absolutely dominant in that game. She was. Um, I actually had uh, our, our friend, our great photographer, uh, Phil Stoddard there. And he just he looked at me. He's like, she is dealing. She is, she is pitching like crazy, and she absolutely was. The Austin P commit absolutely dominated in that game, and uh, she is uh, she's locked in as, as this season gets to uh, kind of a boiling point here. Well, look, I think if there's one thing we do very well on this podcast, it's that we hype up Springfield and Clarksville meetings in softball. So I, I think if if we have one purpose, it's that. So give me Bria's Monday for the Player of the Week this week. A dominant 22 to nothing win against West Creek, 23 hits for Springfield. But as Monday was perfect in five innings, I believe she struck out 12, just inching closer to that 500 mark. And you know she's going to need to get a couple double-digit strikeout games against Clarksville to really pull that out. Definitely. And uh, you mentioned that that game was against uh, West Creek. I was talking to Clarksville head coach Brian Rush after their game against Rossview uh, yesterday on Tuesday. Um, and they're actually having their senior night on Thursday against West Creek. Um, they played, they, they, they scored 11 runs on West Creek their first time playing them in the first inning and uh, just kind of pulled all the starters, you know, let, let kind of the younger players have a chance. Um, but they're playing them on senior night on Thursday. And Rush said um, he's going to let Emily Nichols throw that whole game for her senior night. Um, so. I'm sure she probably saw what Priya's money did uh, against West Creek, and she'll have a chance to potentially do the same thing. So, uh, you know, that competitiveness, it's always there, even when they're not playing each other. Absolutely. And I think that'll wrap us up here. Make sure to catch the MSP North podcast, catch us, follow us on Twitter uh, for all of these games, performances, any updates on spring sports. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Thank you, guys. This has been the MSP North Podcast with Brady McAtamney and Blaine Keller covering high school sports in Montgomery and Robertson Counties. Follow Brady on Twitter at Brady underscore MSP and Blaine at sports underscore BK and at Main Street Preps and always online at MainStreetPreps.com. The MSP North Podcast is a Main Street Media production.